This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled that you've joined us today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And with that, I welcome you into one of my favorite shows of the entire year. Now, here's how today works. I'm going to give you a phone number and I want you to call because today we are wall to wall Christmas. We are in the Christmas spirit. We are celebrating that it is Christmas time. I'm a December baby. So I love this time of the year, but I want you to help me on this program today. And what we want to do, and we do this every year around this time, is to hear from you about your favorite Christmas song. Now, I love Christmas songs, and there are certain sounds that just let me know it is Christmas time. And maybe there's a Christmas song that has meant much to your heart, that has brought you tremendous encouragement as well. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your song. 877-LIVE-675 is the number. 877-548-3675. I promise you the phone lines are going to fill up. So if you want to get in, tell me your song and tell me your story, why this song means so much to you. You need to dial now, 877-548-3675. That's 877-LIVE-675. I'm not going to do this show alone. I'm going to invite in the godfather of gospel music at Moody Radio, Roy Patterson. He is special (laughs) assistant to the president of Moody Bible Institute. He also does community relations, and he has a voice like few others. How you doing, Roy? Man, I am so glad to be with you. Thanks for having me on. This is going to be a special show. What was life like? What was Christmas like in the Patterson home growing up? (laughs) Take me back. What was Christmas like for you as a kid? Well, you know what? My first real memory of Christmas was when my father visited me in Chicago. He was living in Cleveland. My folks divorced when I was one. And so he came and saw me. And uh, he brought me G.I. Joe. And I think G.I. Joe had the Kung Fu grip. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Every boy's dream. Every boy's dream. And so I don't remember what else I got. I just remember that my dad loved me. He brought me G.I. Joe. And all was right with the world. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you grow up in a Christian home? I did not. Um, I came okay. to Christ when I was 14 after my mom came to Christ. And my mom... Um, made sure that I knew that I was a drug baby. I had no idea. Uh, and man, you know the story. She drugged me to Bible study. She drugged me to <laughs> choir rehearsal. She drugged me. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness. That's so right. she just gave me the word and gave me the word. You got to read this book, The Cross and the Switchblade. You wow. you got to go to church. You got. I mean, she just. Because I was living with my dad in Cleveland, so yes. she only had me for the summer, and uh, she made sure that summer I was evangelized as only 
a Southside Mama could evangelize. <laughs> now, Chicago's home for you, but let me ask this question. Sure. Was there a difference in the way Christmas uh, was viewed by you, by your mom, uh, after Christ, Absolutely. before Christ? How, how did that change well, Christmas? Before, before I found Jesus and uh, accepted Jesus, that's probably the better way to, to put that, uh, Christmas was about me. What was I going to get? Was I going to get some Hot Wheels? Was I going to get a bike? Was, me, me, yes. me, me, me. That was my song, my favorite song for Christmas. But after that, I realized that I had the greatest gift of all, uh, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And it was all about glorifying him and thanking him for coming into this sinful world to save my soul. So, yeah, so good. it was it was just a, a night and day difference. So good. Since then, God has used you so many ways, not only to encourage my heart, but the hearts of many as a pastor, as a worship leader, as a radio host. And we're going to hear some of your favorite songs and uh, the meaning of these songs have had in your life. And we're also going to take phone calls at 877 877- Five four eight thirty six seventy five. You get a chance to join the conversation, to join me and Roy Patterson today. I want to hear from you. What is a song that means so much to you at Christmas and why? Maybe it's a traditional Christmas song. Maybe it is a new and contemporary mm. Christmas song. Roy, I want to I want to play one that I think you're going to recognize. Okay, okay. Uh, it, it is one of the sounds of Christmas in the Brooks home. It, it literally is one of those songs that when we hear just the opening stanza, we know that Christmas is officially here. I love it. All right, listen to this. Okay. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Roy Patterson, do you know that voice? I do, I do. Nat King Cole, man. Nat King Cole. Now listen to me. I am a a Bible boy through and through, right? Yes, sir. So I typically love Christmas songs with rich theological content. And before it's all said and done, I'm telling you, we're going to listen to some of those songs. So nobody abandon the program and think that Chris Brooks is backslidden. But I, I promise you, we're going to get to the gospel. But I will tell you that I married into a family that was a Nat King Cole family. Yes, sir. And my wife, who's probably listening right now, if she's not chasing one of our kids around somewhere. Right, right. She and uh, her mom and dad and siblings, they love Nat King Cole. I think her her late dad, Gerald, uh, kind of uh, took a, a liking to him because he was smooth. Mm, <laughs> like he was Nat King smooth, Cole. And uh, man, I, I'm telling you, every year we break out that Christmas pro uh, CD and uh, man, uh, hearing 
just that opening stanza. I know, I know, I know. It says Christmas. It, it really is, man. It's it's amazing to hear Nat King Cole sing that. And uh, I grew up listening to that song. And you're right. Uh, you knew that it was Christmas time. It was Christmas season when you heard those golden pipes. And so, uh, <laughs> and, and how clever. I mean, just how, how clever. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. And... For those yes. of us that live in the Midwest, you know, yes. uh, Jack Frost is nipping at your nose all the time during Christmas <laughs> season. So, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. a clever, wonderful song. Now, I got to ask you something I've been meaning to ask you yes, for sir. years and years and years. How does it feel having all the gifts? I, I just want to <laughs> ask that because, you know, I will tell you, God has blessed me to be able to open up his word. Absolutely. And to teach his word. And, yes, I, and I love that. I, again, a, a man of the word. And I love being able to lead people in the study of scripture. But I say to myself, you know, if he would have blessed me with a voice like Roy Patterson, I, I probably, people wouldn't want to deal with me because I probably would have uh, a little bit of uh, a pride. But you you got the the <laughs> gift to preach. You uh, you uh, have a beautiful voice for those who have had the privilege of hearing you, you sing. Uh, you're you're gifted as a as a leader. How do you balance that and still remain humble at the cross? Uh, it's easy to be humble. It it just really <laughs> is because I I look in the mirror first of all, and what I see back <laughs> is somebody that's been redeemed. Amen. That's right. And, and you know, here's here's the interesting thing. You know, I, I really do believe what Jesus said. Everything that Jesus said was was profound. But, yeah. man, when he said, you know, uh, hey, this person had uh, one talent. And I realize that's that's monetary, so I'm, yes. I'm not twisting it. Uh, but, the, you know, there's one talent, there's two, yes. uh, there's yes. five. And um, the goal of it, you know, whether you look at it in a monetary sense or gift as in a talent, uh, you know, yes. being able to sing, preach, yada, yada, um, you are supposed to use it. You You're not supposed to bury it. And so um, I don't want people in the world to outdo me when it yes. comes to the gifts that God has given me. And so I, I want to maximize what he's given me. And uh, I haven't arrived, as Paul said, I haven't apprehended uh, all the, the things that God wants me to apprehend and all the things that he's apprehended me for. And so, man, uh, I want to preach better. I want to sing better. I want to broadcast better. I, I just want to do better. And, and I won't be satisfied until I see the Savior. Man, that was the right answer. That was yeah, the right real, answer, bro. brother. And, you know, it tells me, too, you're a good steward over the gifts that God gives because that story of the talents tells us that when they were uh, good stewards, God multiplied them. Mm. And so mm. uh, maybe there's somebody listening to us and say, all I got is this one gift, this one talent. Maybe I have just a little bit of, of finances, yes, sir. Uh, whatever the case may be. But the story is honor God with it, yeah. and he will multiply it. Listen, we're taking calls in today. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a moment, 877-LIVE-675. What is your favorite Christmas song and why? What Christmas song has brought great meaning to your life, maybe over the years or maybe just in this season? And, uh, and and what's the story behind it? How has it shaped or impacted your life? 877-LIVE-675, 877-548-3675. Before we go to the phone lines, Roy, what about you? What is what is a song that has meant a lot to you? I know we're going to talk about a number of them today, but what's one that's meant a lot to you? 
Well, you, I have the privilege of leading praise and worship occasionally, and um, my favorite praise and worship song is a Christmas song. It's O Come All Ye Faithful. Mm. I can break into that one, and people all over the congregation will begin to lift their hands and give God glory and honor. Yes. Uh, the background on this is pretty profound. Um, this guy named John Francis Wade, he wrote the song in Latin, and then some other people came back and they translated it. And uh, this is the thing I did not know until the other day, that um, one of the verses really points to the Nicene Creed. Uh, mm-hmm. The verse that says, true God of true God, light from light eternal, Lo, he sh- he shuns uh, not the virgin's womb, son of the father begotten, not created. Well, the phrase in the Nicene Creed is we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only son of God, eternally begotten of the father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God. And I was like, I didn't know that. Well, isn't that fascinating? Just pointing back to making sure the gospel is clear and it's not uh, put forth in a dysfunctional, tainted way. And so, man, I, I love O Come All You Faithful, and uh, I love to magnify the Lord with that song. Yeah, I love that story. And, and here's what I, how you know you got a good song. Yeah. Is you can preach from it. <laughs> and what you just did is you said, listen, we can sing it and it will touch our souls. Come on now. But you can pick up a verse and you should be ma- able to make a beeline yeah. to the gospel. Yes, sir. And that's exactly what you just did. Let's go to Luella. She's been listening in Cleveland, Ohio. Love Cleveland. Hey, Luella. What's your song? I, hey. oh, my song is uh, What Child Is This by Vanessa it. Williams. Mm. I love that song. Now, what is it about it that speaks to your heart? Uh, well, I, it, it's not played a lot all the time, and I don't understand that because it's, it's, it's not, well, I guess because it's not traditional, you know, it's not like the, you know, um, rural lives and things like that, but it's, uh, it's just a, a comment. It just talks about the birth of Jesus and, um, uh, Mainly what the, you know, the reason for the season. I just, I, I just love the song. It's a co- calming song. It's, um, I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> mm, yeah. I love well, it's a great song. Yeah. Well, it is a great song, and I'm so glad that it spoke to your heart, and it does point us to Jesus. Now, I don't, I don't want to burst your bubble, but Vanessa stole it. It was originally, <laughs> she did her own rendition, William Chatterton Dix. 1865 wow. it was written. Wow. And I hope that it's a blessing to you. I want you to listen to this while we prepare to take a break. These breaks only give you opportunity to learn more about the program and about our guests. Why don't you go to our website, equipradio.org. That's equipradio.org. And you can learn more about our programs. We're also up on social media, Equip Radio, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll be right back right after this. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Son 
Americans celebrate Christmas and are familiar with the nativity scene. But when it comes to actually believing the story of the birth of Christ, many people are skeptical. Maybe you're one of them. I want to equip you with a book that provides compelling evidence for the biblical account of Jesus' birth. It's entitled, Is Christmas Unbelievable? We'll send you a copy with your support of Equip this month. Just call 888-644-4144 or go to EquipRadio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. We are wall-to-wall Christmas. We want to encourage your heart. Today we're talking about your favorite Christmas song. What is your favorite Christmas song and why? Pick a song that has impacted your heart, and I want to hear the story behind it. 877-548-3675 is the phone number. We'll get to your calls in a moment. Folks are calling from Chicago to Cleveland, from Michigan to Indiana. The Midwest is covered. Florida is getting ready to check in as well. Maybe you're listening to us and you'd love to join the conversation. Do so today. We're also available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on social media, Equip Radio, Facebook or Twitter. Go there, leave your comments. I'd love for you to interact with us. Roy Patterson is with us. He's special assistant to the president of Moody Bible Institute, Mark Job. He also does community relations. He's also one of the most uh, loved, beloved voices on Moody Radio, and he joins us today. Roy, one of the things you and I were talking about, and I'm going to go to the phone lines in a moment, but we were talking about the beauty of the diversity of Moody Radio. Yeah. We really are reaching a broad audience, and that's not by mistake, is it? No, it's it's by design. Um, God is so creative that uh, he's not just making one set the same way. He's made us all beautiful, red, yellow, brown, black, and white. We're all precious in his sight. And so if we want to reach the world, we can't just settle for the city or settle for the suburbs or uh, settle for the rural area. We want to reach everybody yeah. with this gospel and uh, see them grow and see them stand with their church, with their pastor, and see the gospel go forward in power and authority. So, yeah, man, by design, we want to reach everybody. Well, you know, the beautiful thing is not just city, suburb, rural, but it's global. Yes, sir. It is really That's the right. nations as well. And I love the vision of uh, Dr. Mark Job, our president, and um, all of the team here just in reaching beyond our borders, across generations, across cultures. And it's been so powerful to be a part of that. Today, we're going to take your phone calls. And Sheila has been listening in Chicago. Hey, Sheila, thank you so much for listening. All right. What's your song, Sheila, and why? First of all, I have to correct you. I am in Illinois, but I'm not in Chicago. Okay. I'm in, uh, right now I'm in Root House, Illinois, but I'm from Springfield. And, um, I, I want to say go socks to Roy because Amen. I'm guessing he's a sock fan. <laughs> Amen, sister. Okay. God is with Sweet. you, Sheila. Sweet. Well, and you know I what? I didn't know you were su- supposed to say amen to that, but you, you are. guys amen. go right ahead. You go, absolutely Sheila. are. <laughs> and this is, this is after my dad tried to raise me to be a good Cub fan. Oh, and well. they just broke my heart so many times. <laughs> and on the, the radio station, The Score. Yeah. They offered like 
people to switch their allegiance like officially. <laughs> and um, anyway, I had already done that. But yeah, so oh, I did man. that publicly. All right. <laughs> but the reason I, I called in okay. is um, Mary, did you know, is there were many. Yes. It's hard to yes. hard to narrow it down. Yes. Um, but Mary, did you know by Mark Lowry? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter to me who does it, Pentatonix, but Mark's the one that wrote it. Yeah. Um, I am a mother of exactly one child who happens to be a boy. Yeah. He is the best 26-year-old man on the planet. Hmm. And um, his name is Michael, which hmm. last time I checked means one who is like God. Mm. And so it's easy for me to identify with Mary. Yeah. And um, he's 26 right now. Mm. God help me the year he turns 33. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, what a what a beautiful, let me just say this, what a beautiful story. It is such a blessing to hear the heart of a mom. And I agree with you. It's a beautiful rendition of Mary Did You Know. We love it so much. We're going to play it for you, Sheila. Thanks for listening in. Listen to this version of Mary Did You Know. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to a blind man? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand? Did you know Now, Roy, I am not in the room with you, yeah. but I am picturing you singing. I am along and moving with along them. with it. This this rendition of Pentatonics is amazing. It is amazing, and the problem is with songs like this and singers like that is they make you think you can sing. <laughs> And then you start in the car singing along with them, and then the volume goes down. Right, right. And you hear yourself, and you are shocked right. into reality right. as you remember, oh, I can't sing like this. Right. Or your family's looking at you like, no, no, turn but, the music back up. But thank you to Sheila. It is a song that brings me to tears so often. Beautiful. When I think about it, and by the way, shout out to all the Sox fans that are out there. It's only right. Listening to us. But when you hear this song, what does it do for your heart, Roy? Oh, just the awe of um, knowing Jesus Christ is the son of the most high God. It just blows me 
away. And I like how Mark did it, you know, just walking through the life of Christ and all that he would accomplish and ultimately be at the cross and the empty tomb. Um, It is a magnificent song and it leads me into worship. Yeah, that was uh, that was beautiful. And and let me just say this, that as you walk through that song, as you listen uh, to that song, it is a reminder to me of God stepping into our vulnerability. Hmm. I hmm. mean, there's so many ways the king of glory could have come. Hmm. Um, obviously, as a conquering king, the uh, the book of Revelation tells us that he's going to be uh, when he comes again on a white horse, a conquering king, yeah. mighty king, uh, but yet to come in the form of a babe hmm. in the arms of his mom. And, you know, and, and again, the other beautiful part of this is that is a reminder, and we often don't think about this, of the journey that Mary had to go on. Hmm. What it, This is the beauty of the series like The Chosen in, in that it humanizes the the uh, folks who are characters in this greatest story ever told. And so while we don't worship Mary, we respect Absolutely. her faith. Absolutely. And she becomes a model uh, to, uh, to uh, many of us, hmm. to uh, all of us of the trust and faith that she had as a young girl. To be able to say to the angel after that visitation and that that declaration that you are most favored among women, that God has chosen you Mm. for this assignment, be it unto me uh, as the Lord has intended. Uh, Yes and amen for both her and Joseph is how I want to live my life, Roy. Me too. I want to live with that type of immediate and instant obedience. Hopefully you do as well, friends. Phone lines, Roy, are full. Amen, and brother. So we're going to take your calls uh, today. We want to hear your favorite Christmas song and why after this break. Go tell it on the mountain. I hope you're doing that. Listen, you're listening to Equip with Chris Brooks. Check us out at equipradio.org. Roy Patterson and myself will be right back. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. I absolutely love, love, love being with you each and every day. And I want to take a moment to say thank you to all of our friends, supporters, and partners. We couldn't be here without you, and that's just the reality. Your prayers and financial support allow us to fulfill our mission to equip Christians to more effectively live, share, and defend their faith. As we close this year out, I would ask if we've been a blessing to you, that you would stand with us. Your generous year-end tax-deductible gift enables us to not only close this year out strong, but it enables us to dream big about next year. And I'm telling you, 2023 is going to be a big year as we take on the tough issues that our culture is facing from anxiety and depression to the sexual revolution we're seeing happening all around us. It's impacting our children to all that's happening in the political world. So much of these things are things that 
are really setting the table for us as Christians to live, share, and defend our faith. And we're going to talk about those things, bringing more light than heat through the lens of the Word of God, as always, with our feet firmly planted in the gospel. So if you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, that the Bible is the Word of God, that Christ is good news for men and women in your community, and you want to stand with us as we proclaim it to uh, this generation and the next, can you call this number today? 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. And I know you're in the midst of all your Christmas shopping, but let's not forget to invest in the spread of the gospel. And I say thank you in advance. Roy Patterson is my guest today. I always love talking to Roy. Now, Roy, we're going to go back to the phone lines in just a moment. Okay. But you have uh, uh, been married for over 30 years. How many exactly? 40. 40 years. 40 years. And what day is your anniversary? It is November 20th. Man, I love asking guys that like really? impromptu. That's what you're because doing? Because that's like a test. <laughs> and here's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see, were you ready to pass the test? I was like, did my wife did. tell you to ask me that question? <laughs> you, I tell uh, newlyweds, hey, write it on your palm every morning, just in case you're asked. <laughs> <laughs> but you did good, November 20th. Thank you, sir. B- Thank but you. how, you're, you're a dad, you're a grandpa. Yeah. How has children and grandchildren changed Christmas. What is it like experiencing Christmas through their eyes? Well, you know, they're they're so excited to get gifts and to just tear into whatever is put before them. Now, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take you back a little bit. When I was growing up, um, I was very mischievous. And so I would make it a mission to find the gifts hidden in the house somewhere. <laughs> and uh, at first I would get in trouble. After a while, my mom just gave up and just said, okay, well, if he finds it, he finds it. If not, it's okay. I think my kids did that once or twice, and I couldn't get mad because I had mm. sown those seeds, and I was reaping. That's <laughs> what I was doing. Reaping. I was reaping you what I had sown. <laughs> oh, and so man. what we do on Christmas, we'll read the Christmas story. And so as I'm, I'm reading through a few verses in Luke chapter 2, I can feel, I don't even have to look at my kids or my grandkids at this point, I can feel them like, is this going to take all day? <laughs> now, now this this is my favorite one. I was preaching at, at a church, South Suburbs Church I was pastoring, and I said, folks, let's be here at 10. We'll be out at 11. They didn't get there to 10, 15, 10, 20. Yeah. For whatever reason, I, I, I started late. So it's like 11, 10. My son, who's about eight years old, raises his hand and says, Dad, I said, okay, what is it? I'm in the middle of a sermon. I thought you said we were going to get out of church at 11 o'clock. <laughs> you need to be a man of your word. You need to be. <laughs> so, uh, I love it. So well, I love you know, kids. First off, I just want you to know I, I, what I love about that story is the world thought that the fall had skipped over Roy Patterson, that you were born <laughs> saved. So just to know oh, that you no. had to go through your own repentance yes, and salvation sir. is 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 a blessing to my soul. <laughs> but but you know this whole repayment thing, I think this is true. Oh my goodness! As a matter of fact, one of the f- funniest things I've ever heard said is that diaper spelled backwards is repaid. So, <laughs> so just know that those children, whatever you do wrong. You will experience it again and again. I got my own tribe, oh, my Lord. so I know that That's to be true. Funny. Let's go to Stan, who's listening in Florida. Hey, Stan, thank you so much for listening. What's your favorite song, my friend, and why? Well, 
thank you so much for having this subject on your program. It is the best time of the year, the highlight of all the seasons. Mm. And this is what my most favorite song is all about. It's the birth of our Lord and Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. And it's Silent Night. Amen. It is Silent Night. I love that song. As a matter of fact, Stan, listen to this. That is the We the Kingdom version of Silent Night. Uh, I appreciate Stan so much for bringing that up to Amen. us. Now, Roy, uh, what's your thoughts about this song? I I, I really appreciate this song. Um, one of the verses ends with Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Mm. That blesses me. Even as a babe in the manger, he was already King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He was still the Son of God. And um, I'm blown away at the fact that this great God, 100% man, 100% God, uh, loved us the way that he did. I, I think you said it earlier, he put on skin and, and came to redeem us. And so, yes. yeah, I, that's one of my favorite songs. Originally written in 1818. It's amazing, the history of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. By Franz Xavier Gruber, which mm-hmm. that sounds like a good German name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he was Austrian. Um, but uh, this song continues to have uh, life today. Why do you think, uh, Roy, these songs have endured and stood the test of time? Because so many songs that we're singing today won't be remembered in 10 years, 15, 20, let alone 200 plus years later. Well, you know, I, th- I think one of the reasons uh, is the theology is just so rich and so wonderful, and uh, people cling to it. I think in some ways they don't even hear it. Um, some people don't. They don't know how magnificent uh, this music is as it points to the awesomeness of Christ, and yet uh, God has breathed on it and has caused people to uh, be blessed. I think that's one reason. And uh, it, it is sort of funny, to be honest, as I listen to some stations, they they don't mention Jesus. They don't mention the manger. Yep. They don't mention anything spiritual. Um, they talk about grandma being run over by a reindeer. Yep. And um, I'm, I'm wondering, okay, so maybe you should have got grandma some safety uh, seat belts or something. I don't know. And she shouldn't be with the reindeer. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, uh, these songs have been life changing. That's, yeah. that's really what it is. They're, they're yeah. life changing. And if people yes. can get the revelation of what's really going on in these songs, yes. their lives, uh, will fall into the category of blessed and delivered. Well, you know, I could get a sermon 
out of anything. And I was just thinking, Roy, <laughs> Grandma Need Jesus. That's exactly <laughs> what the point of that song needs to be. Come Y'all on, forgive preacher. us. Y'all forgive us. This is why this is why we can only do this once a year. Once a year. Because I don't want to get in trouble with nobody. 877-LIVE-675 is the number. 877-548-3675. I want to hear from you. Let's go to Chris, who's listening in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I love Chattanooga. Chris, how are you today? What's your song and why? Hi, Chris. I just appreciate your program so much, and this today is a refreshing topic. I love it. Um, my favorite song is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Mm, mm. And why is that, Chris? Well, it's a beautiful, haunting melody in a minor key, and it just speaks the whole of the Christmas story from Israel waiting for their Messiah to us today. I love it as well. We're going to play a little bit of that right now for Chris in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, come Emmanuel. Amen. this beautiful song and what folks need to know is that this is powerful Roy because it is a reminder to us that the promise of Jesus Mm -hmm. was originally given to the Jewish people and so for thousands of years they waited they longed for the Messiah in uh, Deuteronomy 18 15 Moses says there's another prophet that's coming. As much as you venerate me, as much as you appreciate me, there is one that is coming. And so they have been looking for that prophet. Isaiah said that there was a son that was coming of whose kingdom there would be no end. They were looking for that prophet. All of the prophets uh, have been predicting that this Messiah would come. Mm. And uh, Jesus comes and he fulfills the hope of Israel and through Israel fulfills the hope of the world. Hmm. And so I love that song. It is rich in theology. Yeah, it is. Originally written in Latin. It is uh, dated back to somewhere between uh, the 8th and ninth century, the monastic period of life, and uh, was one of uh, the favorite songs of several of the uh, reformers as well. So there's a lot of history in that. And Chris in Chattanooga picked it up. 
Great song. And so great, great song. Chris, so appreciate you uh, for listening. Friends, we're going to take one final break. Roy's going to stick with us. So I don't want you to go anywhere. We're taking your calls. These beautiful songs that have shaped us, these Christmas songs. Give us a call at 877-LIVE-675. Don't go anywhere. Much more on Equip next up. Thank you for your generous gifts throughout this year. Your donations blessed others with the truth of the gospel. And together, we're pointing people to the life-changing hope and freedom of Jesus Christ. Let's finish this year strong by continuing to support this ministry and program or become a first-time investor in the ministry. Give us a call today at 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. in music, uh, Marvin Winans, Pastor Marvin Winans, Roy, I love that rendition of Hark the Herald Angel Sing. I don't think I've ever heard this rendition, and Marvin Winans is one of my favorite singers, so yes, uh, yeah, I'm going to rush right out. Well, you know, I I said that my wife and her family, Nat King Call, was playing in their house. Sure. I'm telling you, the whinings are the soundtrack of my childhood. Yeah, me too. I, I'm telling you, growing up, my my mom, I remember one time, I, I have the privilege of knowing Marvin, and uh, we passed her in the same area, and I remember one time my mom was sick, and she was in the hospital, and I was thinking, how do I encourage her? Yeah. And so I called up Marvin, <laughs> and I said, if she hears your voice, she might get up from her bed and walk. Wow. And uh, he was gracious enough to give her a call, and I always appreciate him for that. Hmm. But hmm. Marvin Winans, Hark to Herald Angel. And I love that that song says, God and sinners reconcile. Yeah, man. You know, you think about that. Uh, you know, Roy, we need a God who's willing to reconcile with us sinners Mm. because I'm a sinner who needs to be rescued. And 
And uh, you are and all of us are. And praise God, we found our Savior in Jesus. Let's go to Jerry, who's listening in Alabama. Hey, Jerry, thank you so much for listening to Equip. What's your favorite song and why, Jerry? (laughs) My favorite song is Little Drummer Boy. Um, Why is that? um, (laughs) About 10, well, let me get it together. Uh, 2010, 2011, God gave me the amazing privilege of leading the startup and serving as the ministry leader for Celebrate Recovery at our church. Okay. And uh, about four or five years ago, the church was having their usual uh, Christmas special music by the choir and the band. And we were, you know, the church was full. And they did the opening, welcoming, and, and played one song, and then asked us to, to welcome those around us and say hi, and, you know, those kind of things. And this older lady who was one of the, you know, the pillars of the church was seated about four or five rows ahead of me. She made her way out to the aisle, came all the way back to where I was, and made her way in and just told me that she wanted to tell me how much she appreciated what we were doing in Celebrate Recovery and how many lives we were wow. were being changed and just uh, just to let us know we were appreciated and 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 uh, uh, were being effective. Amen. And you know, I uh, I really I appreciated it. I thought, you know, that's that's something I need to share with our leaders. Um uh, and went on about my my train of thought. And very shortly thereafter, I think it was the very first song, it may have been the second, the choir sings Little Drummer Boy. And I'm in my mind is not in it. You know, I'm I'm looking at well that's not historically correct. There weren't there weren't wise men at the manger. <laughs> and you know, that's where my mind was. Sure. And and they got to the line where it said, I played my best for him. Mm, yes. And it's like the Lord just grabbed me by the heart and shook me to my feet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. You know, I think about what Jerry just shared. And uh, if you've ever sang your best for the Lord, hmm. gave your best to the Lord, preached your best for the Lord, served your best for the Lord, I hope this song blesses you. Listen to this. King and Country, Little Drummer Boy. On my You know, I love for King and Country, Roy. And uh, their their unique voice in this generation as well. Their music is such a blessing. Man, we've covered some ground today, Roy. Any final thoughts about Christmas well, time? And you Jesus? know what? I, I'm so grateful for um, this season and what God is doing. And I'm um, grateful for you. Let me just pause and say that. You oh, bring us great you, information, inspiration every single day. It's um, It's very, very practical and important. I would say as we sing our way through this season, uh, we remember that Jesus Christ loves us, cares about us, has a plan for our lives, and 
Uh, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and sing some Always. and think of some of my favorite Christmas music. Always. Well, Roy, you're a blessing as well, brother. Can't wait to have you back again. And friends, if we've been a blessing, go to EquipRadio.org.